40inbox.com. So we're going to be checking out this article called The Six Most Common Sources of Retirement Income. I thought this would be a pretty interesting article to uh, read and cover. So while it would have been nice to make big investments in Apple or Amazon stock 20 years ago, most of us rely on a variety of income sources in retirement. A recent Census Bureau analysis breaks down exactly how households led by people aged 65 or older pay for their golden years with a focus on a handful of income types. So here's a look at each category of income and how prevalent it is for retirees. Number six, supplemental security income. So older households that receive this type of income, 4.5%. So supplemental security income or SSI is a program overseen by the Social Security Administration but distinct from Social Security benefits. It's designed to help seniors or blind or disabled people who have little other income. Relatively few people rely on this income. Most have other sources to tap. Okay. Number five, earnings from work. Older households that receive this type of income, 22.8%. Although the majority of people aged 65 or over are retired or otherwise out of the labor force, many older adults still work 20.4% or live with someone who does 16.3%, the Census Bureau says. Whether full-time or part-time, a job can keep the money flowing and the brain engaged, not to mention sustained and active social life, so for more on the benefits of working in retirement, blah, 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 okay. Now, I will mention this, right? You have probably heard someone say this before. Oh, that person retired and he died soon after, right? Or, hmm, maybe you shouldn't retire early because they're just going to die away or waste away very quickly. And the reason for that is because a lot of people view their self-worth in their work. Like imagine if you spent like 40 plus years in a job working your hardest inside that job and like it was giving you your sense of identity, right? And then it's just gone. So what else do you have? A lot of people don't have anything else, right? They had this job. They had a job. They were working a job. And they gave themselves self-worth by working that job. And my way of thinking is that if you're like financially retired, you should try to find something that you enjoy that still provides some money but mainly it's to keep your brain excited, right? It's so that you could actually look forward to waking up every day and actually doing whatever it is that you're doing. So it could be a high-paying job, a low-paying job, whatever, but if you're financially retired, 
try to find something that will actually motivate you to be like, yeah, I'm happy it's actually Monday and I'm happy to wake up this early to go work on the thing that I want to work on or go help the people that I want to help or go serve in my community if I want to or who knows, if you want to still be like a retired... Well, I mean, I think you could still technically be in the military even then, even in like the high 60s or whatever, I think. But that's more so like I think generals. But the main thing is you could always have some sort of thing to work on that you enjoy. That is not necessarily like a job job. Like, it's not going to be like... uh, Actually, let's put it this way. Let's say that you retire from your job, but now you want to work on your career, right? So maybe you could start basically a brand new section of life for yourself, which would be pretty nice. Number four, other income. So older households that receive this type of income, 25.4%. This isn't really one single category of income, but instead a bunch of smaller ones the Census Bureau lumped together. It includes unemployment insurance, that's kind of weird, workers' compensation, okay, I could kind of understand that, veterans' payments, definitely understand that, and other cash income sources such as financial support from friends or family. Now, this is kind of the thing, right? I don't think anyone really wants to get to the point where you retire and you're having to rely on your friends and or family to take care of you. I doubt you really want to feel like you're a burden to the people that you care about, right? So, kind of wish this total number would actually be a lot lower. Oof, that's pretty sad. Number three. Pension and retirement account income. Older households that receive this type of income, 52%. Whoa, that's pretty crazy. So this category covers retirement plans such as defined benefit pensions, life insurance, and annuities. It also includes defined contribution plans like the ever-popular 401k and other common ways to save for retirement like individual retirement accounts. Now here's the thing. We mention this all the time. Once you get out of debt, you will, and after having an emergency set up, you have to start investing for retirement. You have to start investing. And you need to do it automatically because, let's face reality, the majority of people are not going to do it automatically. Well, not really going to actually actively go and invest their money. They're rather going to be like, oh, I want to go out to the movies. I want to go buy this cool thing. Or if... I don't know if I'm a girl or something. I want to buy those new pair of jeans. I don't know. I'm not a girl. But here's the thing, right? The reason why we always talk about this sort of stuff is that it doesn't actually even take that much money per month for you to retire a millionaire, right? It literally does not take much. If you have a car payment, if you instead did not have that car payment and put that money towards automatically putting it towards your retirement, you would become a millionaire. Like, it's crazy, right? The power of compound interest is insane. 
right? And I'm talking like $300, $200, $500. I'm not talking about like crazy amounts of money that could actually turn into seven figures when you retire, right? And it's a lot easier on you the younger you are when you start investing for retirement. So keep that in mind as well. Next one. Property income. Older households that receive this type of income, 60.2%. So most senior households also receive income through property in one way or another. This category includes rent, interest, dividends, and other income derived from assets besides retirement accounts. Okay. I could understand that actually a lot, right? Because depending on how much money you were making per year while you were working, you might end up actually having more than one property to your name. So if they're both paid off, you're probably actually making a lot of cash flow per month to actually live off of that in retirement. Number one, social security income. Older households that receive this type of income, 91.5%. Last but certainly not least is Social Security. The Census Bureau finds that money from Social Security benefits is common across older households of all income levels, although lower income households rely more heavily on it. And here's the thing, right? The thing to really understand about Social Security it really should not be your only source of retirement income. Like, it really should not be, right? Because it really factors in how much you were actually making per year when you do retire. But not only that, the kind of lifestyle that you could necessarily live on Social Security, depending on how much you actually get paid, isn't really that great. Especially if you still have a partner, especially if you want to go and do things, especially if you have debt still, like it's really not that sizable of an income stream, right? Now, it's not horrendous, it's still something, but it should not be your only stream of income, right? This is why a lot of times Social Security is not large enough for some people to where they have to, financially speaking, get a job while they're actually supposed to be retired because they're getting Social Security and all this other stuff. But financially speaking, Social Security would not be enough for them to actually live off of it alone. But if you had no debt, if you had pretty much no expenses, you had money and investments and all that kind of stuff, and on top of that, you got Social Security income coming in. You'd have a lot more cash flow available to you to where you could actually probably live a okay life on just Social Security. But again, we would not want to suggest anyone to just live on Social Security. Like that's not a great way to live your life, right? Like do you really want to basically be like 
managing your pocketbook while you're like 70 years old, trying to see if I can afford that cheesecake when we go to the grocery store this like week or weekend or whatever, right? It's like, no, you don't want to be having to do that while you're retirement age. No, you want to just be like, hey, I know I can afford this. I know I'm not going to run out of money. I know that I could just go travel to a different country, come back, and still be okay financially. I know that. That's where you want to get to. And a lot of people that are retiring on just Social Security can't really do that. And not only that, say anything medical ends up coming around, and maybe you don't have good health insurance, it's going to get really bad. Let's not to mention, like, late-term care, right? That's going to be an issue for a lot of people. Social Security is not going to be enough. Maybe you will apply, like you could be approved for the Medicaid or Medicare kind of thing for the retirement homes, but that level of care probably wouldn't be that great. And I think everyone would rather like live in their own home, getting taken care of by like some nurse that visits them like every day or every week, than have to basically be at a retirement home. Like that's just a, like a really it's a really depressing existence, right? So if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 Make sure to really understand your personal finances so that you have a lot more freedom available to you, a lot more choices available to you.